1: What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome in to the CSO Bulls Podcast. Woo! Coming to you live from our studios here in the West Loop downtown Chicago, a.k.a. Antarctica. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. Joined by my guy, Big Dave. Bale. B-A-W-L Sports. What up? Long pants. Hat inside. That's right. This man is ready for these temps. Uh, our pal producer, Joyce Mathis, on the controls. The goat's off today. He and Markay will have a fresh Bulls HQ episode dropping for you guys tomorrow as the Bulls have... A set of back-to-back off days, Dave.
0: Back-to-back. Let's get some rest. And
1: they need it. They do. Man. I don't know if you saw the update. I think it was Casey Johnson who had it. They actually got stuck in Cleveland last night after the game because they couldn't fly home because of the weather. Wow. So they
0: flew home this morning,
1: had a short practice today, and then are heading out to Toronto for their game tomorrow. Wow. Or for their game on Thursday. So
0: This is why the two days are very important for stuff like that. Imagine that quick turnaround and then them playing after the way they played down the stretch, you less, know, in that last one.
1: would have been less than ideal.
0: Ah, uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, it really does feel like uh, Chicago January.
0: But Chicago February, not that far off. Not that far away. Warm attempts. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, Please. Hopefully. Man, I saw it later in the week. It's going to be some 20-degree days. Oh. Looking forward to it. You I, know? Was, I
1: was joking with our, our, our co-worker friends before, or, or I think maybe you were in having a meeting or whatever that uh, when we get up to 40 mm-hmm. we should all just you know pull pull one out of the big day playbook and just walk around in shorts <laughs> everybody because 40 degrees is gonna feel like freaking summer
0: <laughs> oh man I can't wait well every day feels like something for me sometimes so it just it yeah, happens that,
1: that way must be nice yeah,
0: well, yeah in the no. winter yeah <laughs> the summer. I nah. uh,
1: like uh, uh shout out to our friend Michaela over there at PHNX. Did you see the all city everybody thread today? What she said? She's found some tweet of a picture of Chicago and what it looked like yesterday. Oh yeah, it looks like. like is this really what Chicago is like
0: right now? I'm Day like, after yeah. tomorrow, yes. Yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> it looks
1: like a post apocalyptic <laughs> frozen wasteland. It is true. And it's our poco- apocalyptic wasteland. True. And I would rather take that than a desert version. Ooh. Ten times out of ten, code over desert. Yes. Okay. You Joey, can Always cold over add desert. layers. You can't walk around naked.
2: I don't know. That's I, it's a tough one. Honestly, it's That's a, your reasoning.
1: A tough one. <laughs> Find the hole in that logic. Gloves, hat, layers, layers, layers.
0: No matter what.
1: <laughs> no matter what. <laughs> I,
0: I haven't even busted out my
1: flannel-lined jeans yet.
0: You have flannel-lined. Why am I? First of all, I'm mad at myself for being surprised by this. Flannel lined jeans. Goddamn Chicago. Sometimes <laughs> Yo, you need them. Goddamn that pack is what you are. Flannel lined jeans.
1: Dude, they are so cozy and comfy. Wow, dude. Ooh.
0: That sounds awesome, though. Yeah, that does sound really awesome.
1: It's like having pajama pants inside your jeans. It's wow. amazing.
0: Uh, I like this, mm-hmm. Joe. You got some of these from flannel-lined sweatpants.
2: Yeah, I don't wear jeans. I thought you. That's why I said I, sweatpants. I said, well, I think sweat sweatpants don't need the flannel lining necessarily because they're like already a little everything. needs I, flannel
1: lining. I, I can't remember. Refresh my memory, Joe. When we, I don't when not we wear were jeans. Wandering by the, way. the streets of Paris this time last year, <laughs> yes. were you
2: wearing sweatpants? Uh, primarily. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also have my hybrid, you know, they're not traditional jeans, but they're nicer pants. Or those as well. You know, Shout out PHP exports we have working, working stuff going on. <laughs>
1: I do not have boots with the fur, but I do have... You got the boots with, boots. with the fur.
2: Mm-hmm. I see what you're doing. I'm imagining now like you're saying the most packed thing ever, like a jeans that are lined with a flannel inside and a jacket that has like bacon lined. <laughs> right. On a the bacon inside. pocket yeah.
0: in the jacket, right. That there's like uh. sizzling meat on the inside <laughs> yeah, sure. of the jacket to keep <laughs> you warm.
2: Uh, a
1: little transportable convection oven that I can bake my bacon in Yeah. in one of the big deep interior correct. pockets. Yeah. Yeah. Correct, yeah.
0: correct, correct. <laughs> it also keeps his his uh, hate hot as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a good one. It keeps it warm. Just in case Rage. the
1: Bulls do something dumb like trade Zach Levine to the Lakers, oh. then I would need that Heat Hot. Heat Hot. Well, you got a name? <laughs> <laughs> is, Heat is, Hot. Oh, I thought you said Heat Hot.
0: What the <laughs> hell is going on today? Heat Hot.
1: Uh, like shout that. out to uh, J Two Mira's listening in on his way hey, home from work. Shout out. Drive shout safe. Out. There's some crazy wins out there today, too. It's whipping. Um, whipping all right. Hard. We got some fun stuff to talk about today because we are talking Zach Levine trades. Yeah, yeah. Our guy, Willie Go Gottlieb, had a very entertaining list of potential Zach trades that came out on allchgo.com uh, earlier in the week. We're going to go through some of those today and talk about which ones we like, which ones we don't like, players that might be coming back in these proposed trades, and, uh, you know, kind of just. Get a, get a sense of what the Bulls might be looking for, because I yeah. feel like Bulls fans are all over the place right now when they talk about their expectations in a return for a Zach Levine trade.
0: Well, let me ask you then, straight up, what do you want in return for a Zach Levine trade? So, you know, and, and some of these proposed trades
1: from our guy, the GOAT, in, involve some of the things that I would prefer to get, okay. which would be any of the, th- th- the three following things. Draft compensation, although I feel like that is lower on the Bulls' front office's priority list because they are looking for players that can help them compete this season. Young talent that is untapped potential, needs a chain of scenery, maybe even if the Bulls get lucky or do well at the negotiating table, something that you might consider a a still blue-chip prospect who is a rookie this year or a second-year player. And then the other one that, that Will, I noticed, also kind of tried to build into multiple of these trade hypotheticals is cap relief. Okay. Because we're sitting here talking about how the Bulls, as currently constructed with their roster coming into this offseason of 24, if, if, if their plan is running it back yeah. again, yeah. they are going cross to that, cross that threshold and become a luxury tax team. And we know that certain people don't do that. Yeah, this so is this is true. Personally, I think, okay, this experiment should be over. If you can make a trade involving Zach Levine that sets you up to have cap space this summer,
0: ideal scenario. Okay. I I don't disagree with any of that. I I think for me, uh, draft capital, yes. Uh, The cap relief, (laughs) yes. And three-point shooting is what I want. Yes. I want that definitely back in a trade. Um, Athleticism out, I'll find you know what I mean? I get that in the youth, in the, in the youths out there. That's fine. Um, but yeah, I, it has to be something that can impact the team that they truly, truly need right now. And since there aren't a lot of wings out there, mm-hmm. but again, that could come back, you know, in the, you know, youth help kind yeah. of thing that you're talking about. But since there aren't a lot out there, they have to get shooting. They have and to address that. on top of
1: that, especially putting into consideration that you are sending out arguably your best three point threat. Correct. His name is Zach Levine.
0: Correct. Correct. So, so I have to replace that. You can't,
1: for as you know, dire as the Bulls are when it comes to three point shooting and the number of legitimate three point weapons they have on this current roster. You can't subtract from what you have now, which is not enough.
0: Which is not enough, right. You can't take away from not enough. You'll have less than enough. Yeah. Let's dive in. We're going to
1: start out west with a very, I feel like this is a, some version or maybe even some people have made this exact version of this hypothetical Bulls-Lakers trade. And again, worth noting, we mentioned it in pregame Monday night. The latest uh, intel from Brian Windhorst on a Hoop Collective is that from what he's hearing at of La La Land – Dumbest nickname for a city ever. Um, 0.0% chance the Lakers trade for Zach. Okay. We'll see if the Lakers get more desperate. That is a team struggling to come by wins recently. Yeah, they are desperate. And maybe they will get more desperate. Mm -hmm. Um, All accounts believe that they still have Austin Reeves as a off-limits, untradeable player, which is kind of silly to me, but whatever. So the one that Will went with, uh, and if, Joey, you had that picture you could throw up for those on YouTube... D'Angelo Russell, barf, Rui Hachimura, meh, Jalen Huchifino, untested product, prospect, and that Lakers first-round pick in 2029. That's five years away. It is. Uh, And the Lakers sending, or or the Lakers receiving, Zach Levine, and then Terry Taylor to account for number of roster positions. Yeah. Um, What do you make of this, Dave?
0: Well, here's the thing. I don't mind Rui. I don't mind the young fella, and I definitely don't mind the pick. What I do mind is D'Angelo Russell. And that, for me, is like, uh, <laughs> if the Bulls get him and then trade him immediately or cut him you know, away or whatever, great, fine. But I don't want D'Angelo Russell anywhere near this team at all, not even for a little second. So that part I'm not with. But I don't hate the trade. I'll say it like that. I don't hate it. Um... Terry Taylor going out with it, great. Uh, but Zach Levine getting there and them giving us that, I I wish I could hate it, but I don't. I don't hate it. I don't hate it, but I don't want D'Angelo Russell. I think that's the whole thing of it for me right there, Matt. And I don't want the Bulls to be like, well, you know, let's keep him and see what he can probably do for us. What he can do for you is ruin everything because he's not awesome at basketball. And he hasn't been for a minute. But, yeah, man, I just want – not him. <laughs> I think that's it. I just want not him. I don't want D'Angelo Russell. So, so I'll, i yeah, I'm with you. Um, and look, Russell has a player option
1: for the 24, 25 season for 18 and a half million. And then he'll be unrestricted in 25. If he picks up that option yeah. based on the way people around the league are talking about D'Angelo Russell right now, based on the way it seems like the Lakers are like, please, somebody take this guy and give us yeah. somebody better. um, Maybe he'll take that player option for another guaranteed $18.5 million. So it's not like lo- you're taking in long term money. It's less money than Zach's full three guaranteed years remaining on his current contract. Yeah. But I just, I, I. I do not like this idea because D'Angelo Russell. I think he makes the Bulls worse. Yeah. Uh, I think he's a worse defensive player yeah. than Zach Levine is. Yeah. As much as people are throwing around that Zach Levine defensive player disrespect these days. Wait, wait till you see his. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> he's not shooting great either. He's not scoring great. Like, I mean, yeah. he, he is shooting
1: 39% from three. So, okay. On, on a reasonable number, five and a half attempts per
0: game. But... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's just not for me. Like, it's just I don't like the fit of DeAngelo Russell. Yeah. You know, I just don't like the fit of him, man. And, and it's not to say he can't be a solid basketball player. Obviously, he's in the league. You know, Right. He can play. And I, he was a starting point guard, you know, for these teams. But just fit-wise for this team, I don't want him. And, again, I don't need another guard also. I don't need another point guard. Yeah. Like that, I'm I'm kind of stocked, you know, at that position right there. So, where's he gonna get in at? Like, you gonna move You're Gonna move Caruso? Definitely ain't moving Kobe. Like, what what about Jalen Carter? I mean, Javon Carter. Excuse me. Like, so what does he kind of fit in on this man? So, yeah, I just if they do it, he'll be let go. If if D'Angelo Russell
1: came in in a trade and went into the starting lineup. And started messing up what Kobe has been building this season. Bulls fans would lose yeah. their shit.
0: Yeah, he, right. He can't play a two. You know what I mean? Like he's a point guard. It's what he is. He's not. He's not a two guard. You know, yeah. kind of player. And like you're right. And we can mess is up what Kobe finally is
1: developing those point guard skills. Correct. this season. Correct.
0: We can't mess up what Kobe is doing. I just don't like it for the for the vibes, as the kids say. Shout out to Cody. But I don't like it for those reasons, you know, like, I think he will mess up the whole vibe of what the Bulls are trying to build culturally.
1: Yeah. Um, and in the comments asking, what's the infatuation with the Bulls getting Rui, how does that move the needle? In my opinion, it doesn't. Uh, and, yeah. and, and in Goat's explanation of this trade, he kind of agrees. He said, by the way, uh, Rui Hachimura, first, this is the first year of a three-year deal he's on currently. And... Uh, in Goat's opinion, could potentially help the Bulls now, but probably not considered a real asset. In Goat's opinion, and I, I think I agree, th- the best asset really in this trade back is the 2029 first round pick, mm. and you are waiting forever for that. So that, coupled with getting off Zach's contract, are the two wins for the Bulls in this trade.
0: I do like Rui though, and I like him. I, I like him as a player, um, and a person. <laughs>
1: you guys are good buddies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hollered at
0: him a couple of times when he was in Washington. Um, but shooting 50% from the field, shooting about 37% from three, yep. and being a bigger wing player, which is something we are truly lacking in depth. Like when Tory Craig went down, right. how that just kind of really hurt everything, you know, as far as wing depth is concerned for the yeah. Bulls. I. I think he could fit. He's, he's you know what I mean? A, There's a, room for a him. real wing and a larger
1: wing-sized wing. Sized wing. Yeah. He's, he's six eight. Yes, eh, maybe six seven and a half. But like, sure.
0: how, the Bulls have been lacking players that size for how many years now? A while. It's been um, a while. Yeah, and like I said, they're they're kind of at a premium now. Wings are. Yes. Um, they're kind of at a premium. So, yeah, I, I I can see where he could fit and actually help the Bulls in in some kind of capacity especially while Tory Craig is out and with Patrick Williams dealing with this ankle injury, yeah. He'll get time on the floor, you know, to showcase and do his thing. So, yeah, like I said, 49 from the field and 37 from 3, having, what like 11-12 points a game. Yeah. Something like that. Like that's nothing to sneeze at, you know, for a guy that will probably be coming off the bench uh for your squad, man. Like yeah, I don't I don't Think he's a bad player he uh,
1: in 27 games played for the lakers thus far this season he has come off the bench in all but five of them mm. uh the lakers in darwin move some things around with that starting lineup trying to figure something out um but for the most part really has been on that bench. Uh, and, and yes, who was it in the comments? Uh, dreads. You re- correct in pointing out like the reason basically that D'Angelo Russell has to be in this trade yeah, is for the sack for, for the fact of matching, matching salaries. No, we get that. We yeah. understand it. We just uh, like, we don't just, want just don't like it. Yeah. Don't, don't want
0: like it at all. Cut them immediately. Like you get them <laughs> and cut them immediately. This trade could probably, you know, work for me, but, I'm, I'm still at the pass on it right now. Yeah.
1: Uh shout out to Jill in the comments tuning in from Streamwood, Illinois. Shout, shout out. out to Zach Mena also who said, Hey guys, don't always show up live, but I listen to the pod. Thanks for showing up for the Bulls fans despite the Arctic conditions. Hey always, man. Always, man. Ain't no sweat. Appreciate you. Uh solid snake. The fakers, I like that, can take tomorrow for Austin Reeves and shut up. Yeah. A yeah. Great, great trade proposal. <laughs> I would love to hear a recorded phone call. Of Arturus Karnachovas calling the Lakers and say, "Hey, take Demar, give me Austin Reeves, oh, and shut up." Was
0: that was that AK? Was he drinking again? Never heard him.
1: Never heard him speak that loudly before. Right, right. So I'm 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 giving a big thumbs down to this full Lakers trade. I don't want it.
0: I'm giving a little thumbs down because I like Rui and I like the pick and I like the young guy, but it's just D'Angelo. I don't like it. Fair enough.
1: Him. Also, if if the best version of Zach shows up in LA and he helps LeBron and the Lakers. Oh, you win, would hate that so much. It will dry it will make my <laughs> skin crawl. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. okay. Moving on to the next one and staying uh out west. Okay. The Sacramento Kings, Ooh. another team that has come up repeatedly when it's Uh, The topic is potential Zach Levine destinations Mm -hmm. in this one that the goat built out. We have Harrison Barnes, Kevin Herter, and Davian Mitchell arriving in Chicago along with a 2026 first round pick. Mm -hmm. The Bulls sending Sacramento Levine and Tory Craig uh, in this trade. Mm -hmm. Um, Barnes and Herter. Their names have been coming up all over the place yes. for the last month. Yes, making it, the Kings making it very clear that they are available. Yes. yes, they are both having down years. Davian Mitchell has basically barely played yeah. as a, someone who there. went from a, a lottery pick rookie who played a lot, a lot. his rookie year. Yeah. he has sort of fallen way back yeah. in the King's rotation. So you got some vets in Herder and Barnes, maybe you know a, a young prospect in Davian Mitchell who. Needs a change of scenery and could still turn himself into something. But yeah. as you were pointing out with D'Angelo Russell, again, the, well, it's another point guard you're getting back in a Zach Levine trade. What does that do to your starting backcourt yeah. uh, and, and that situation? Obviously, love having the, uh, the 2026 first-round pick tacked on there. What do you make of this one, Dave?
0: Oh, man. <sighs> okay. So when I was on Locked On Kings, uh shout out to my guy MG. E. When I was on Locked On Kings, we were having this discussion. And I was doing everything I could to try to get Keegan Murray because that was the trade Bulldog, oh. shout-out Bulldog, wanted sure. to ask asked for.
1: Yeah. So I think a lot of Bulls fans want Keegan yeah, Murray. Yeah,
0: So I was just You're not getting him. I was playing my Keegan Murray role, because that was my role for that <laughs> day. You know what I mean? Understood my task. Yeah. And that's what I was on. And I argued with a lot of Kings fans in the comments about it. Which was great. I loved y'all, and they appreciated me interacting with them. Sure, I guess they're not used to people being kind (laughs) interacting about basketball. But anyway, of course, I believe they're not getting Keegan Murray. Like, let me just get that out the way. I don't hate this, and I liked every part of it. But I'd like it next year (laughs) because I don't want to give up Toy Craig this year. Okay,
1: Do you understand what I'm saying? like Because you are picturing Torrey Craig coming back from this injury that has him currently on the shelf and contributing to the Bulls making some sort of playoff push?
0: Yes, and, and I just like him as a basketball player too. And next year is, is his second year. Obviously, he has a two-year deal mm-hmm. if you want to let him go. And, and if we're still at this point where we're just a 19-22 and 22 team, 19-20, and 20-20, and whatever, mm-hmm. yes. You know what I mean? Let's make these trades, get it out of here. Let's get it done right here. It's just that, yeah, Torrey Craig, I feel like they won the trade if they get Torrey Craig and Zach Levine in this. They That is a great pickup for them, getting both of those players. But I like, uh, again, Harrison Barnes getting a veteran, which I don't mind. Getting a veteran on your team who can get you double-digit points is a solid rebounder. And it's shooting pretty solidly from three. Um, what's he shooting from three? About, yeah, about 40%. Yeah, uh, uh, Yeah, I think Barnes
2: is
1: right at 40%. Yeah,
0: shooting about 40% from three. Davion Mitchell, I've always liked from the moment he walked into the league. And I remember watching him in summer league where he was MVP of, of summer league. I remember watching him just act a fool, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, on the floor, especially defensively. Like, he was awesome to see. And I'm like, okay, I can, I'd like to have that kind of basketball player, you know, on my team, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, with that kind of youth and that kind of energy. Yeah, I love that about him. Kevin Herter is the disappointment. Because Herter is the one you want to be like, this is all reliable right here, as far as the shooting is concerned. 34.5%. Boom, right from there. From behind
1: the arc this season.
0: This is a dude who, who has routinely shot 40% from three. Routinely shot 40%. So for him to be shooting 34, that scares me to death, <laughs> you know? Because I'm already taking your veteran, who I'm like, doesn't have a lot of years, left. Davion Mitchell, I'm not getting for shooting. Mm-hmm. And a first-round pick, who knows, you know, what it turns out to be. But... I told you I want three-point shooting in this. And to get a guy who isn't doing what he's supposed to be doing yeah, terrifies me a little bit. It's not a bad trade, personally. I don't think, even think it's a bad trade. I need the shooting. I, I want a guarantee of the shooting from a guy who is supposed to be the one doing it. Um,
1: yeah. Uh, Davian Mitchell piques my curiosity as well. Uh, however, I do... I just, I just struggle getting on board with undersized guards, Fair. especially for Fair. a Bulls team that overall is lacking size. Fair. The Bulls somewhat make up for that with a backcourt that is fairly tall and lengthy. Um, Mitchell is 6'2", and I think it's generous. I think it's a generous 6'2". Um, look, and, and, you know, kind of, Goat kind of touched on this in his uh, trade proposal column. If Kevin Herter goes back to being a forty percent three point shooting version of Kevin Herter that he was last season, then he fits very well yeah. between Kobe White and yeah. DeMar DeRozan, yeah. who in this scenario of shipping out Zach Levine are your two primary ball handlers. Yes. Because he can operate off the ball, great catch and shoot threat, and Herter can also like he's not a facilitator or playmaker, but he he's not a ball stopper. Yeah. So Yeah, yeah. Off-ball scoring threat behind the arc, something the Bulls, as you pointed out at the top of the show, desperately need, especially in a trade where you're sending away one of your biggest three-point threats in Zach Levine. So, but again, he is having a horrible shooting year. Yeah, Harrison Barnes, I,
0: uh, he old. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, I, I like the fact he turned himself into a solid three-point shooter. Because he was never known for that. Remember, that's kind of why he got traded from Golden State. Yep. It's because he couldn't make a shot in the finals. And when they, yeah, they they, and got Kevin Garnett, they not guard him. Yes, correct. <laughs> correct. So the fact he turned himself into that is respectable. He's definitely older. No doubt about it. Um, but there's some – it's like old reliable. Billy Donovan mm. would like an old reliable veteran on his team yeah. that he could depend on that will give you – that will never be out of position – that knows exactly where to be defensively and offensively, and that you could probably depend on to get you ten points, 10, 11 points consistently, along with some okay defense. Yeah. Uh Scott in the comments saying
1: Kevin Herter is a shooter and a dog. Let's go. He's, a dog he's, too. He's currently he's he's a shooter. He's currently a bad shooter. Bad dog. Uh, <laughs> and saying I'm leaning towards the Kings if we can't get Murray
0: from Atlanta. What you mean DeJounte Murray? DeJounte. Wow. Uh good luck with that. My man says, uh, I I see people saying Malik Monk a lot Mm -hmm. in this, and there's no way. There's no way they're giving up Malik Monk uh in this. He he beloved right now in Sacramento and rightfully so because he is having an incredible time off the bench. Yeah. And Keegan Murray, trust me, guys, I tried.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I did my efforts it's, to try
0: to get Keegan Murray. I,
1: I do not think you're prying him away. Yeah, it's not gonna don't, happen. Don't bro. think it's gonna happen. I tried. Uh be in the comments saying, uh, better than the Lakers offer if Herder can't improve. I think even if Herder you know doesn't improve his shooting this season, it's a better offer than the Lakers offer. And for that pick, I think you that also that, have a first round pick coming back, and mm. it's 2026, not. 2029.
0: Right, right. Correct. Great point. So and is that was that the Denver pick?
1: Uh uh let me see. De, de, de. but D yeah. D. No, it's it's uh, Sacramento's own straight up Sacramento pick. pick, yeah.
0: Then it's yeah. Ooh, that's not a bad deal. <laughs> that's not a bad deal yeah. at all, man. So yeah, I'm, I I I'm trying to take my personal out of this with Tory Craig mm-hmm. cuz I really really like Tory Craig, you know what I mean, on this squad and what he does for this team. I'm trying to remove that from this. but
1: Well, and that's – you know, Will made note of that in his column as far as that, you know, he for each trade he said, why did the Bulls do this? Hypothetically, why did the other team do this? Yeah. For the – doing it for the Kings, he talks about Levine, you know, turbocharging that, that team's offense, uh, helping them secure a spot in the very competitive Western Conference playoff picture, yeah. but also including Torrey Craig in this trade because the Kings are losing some size with Barnes coming – here in the trade with with Herder also yeah. coming in the trade uh, as opposed to you know tossing Terry Taylor in there uh goat thinks that maybe the Kings are more likely to consider this if you you know send a legitimate wing with size back that their direction
0: that's true but if you're already telling me you're offering up these guys then why am I helping you when I'm giving you this stuff like you're already that's, you're already I making mean, them it, available it is true
1: that the, the, the Kings when they basically just told the some yeah. handful of reporters or one reporter. Uh, hey, who wants Kevin Herter right. <laughs> yeah. and Harrison Barnes? Yeah, you, you, you kind of undercut your own yeah. Uh, leverage. Yeah, exactly. In any trade negotiation, like you already told
0: me you, you you don't want this, right? And, and you now you're like, I'm supposed to give you something extra for it? Like, nah. yeah, let's have a discussion. <laughs> well, let's have a chat. Let's have a chat.
1: Uh, all right, let's let's take our first break. There, we'll come back. Plenty more trades to get to. While we're doing that, you Woo! know what to do? Hit that thumbs up button. More trades if you're watching on YouTube. Our guy, Joseph, needs the likes. Yes. Uh, today's CHO Bulls podcast brought to you by
0: who, Dave? What time is it, Joyce Mathis? Game time who? Oh, man. <laughs> he leapt out of his chair. <laughs> he was on it. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets to all your sports, music, comedy, and theater events nearest you with Keller. Last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying those tickets. Game GameTime has deals right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts. It is not the place. No, 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 no. Sarah's here, too. It is the place to buy last-minute seats. Find exclusive flash deals and sponsored deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, hockey, concerts comedy theater and much much more oh and with zone deals you pick the section game time does the selecting with an average savings of drum roll Matt pack 18 percent. get on down because game time has your back and you will always get the best price available so take the guess where i gotta buy those tickets with game time Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code CHGO for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem that code CHGO, get your wonderful self $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Matthew Peck, what time is it? Game time, who? You know what time it
1: is after it's game time? Please tell me. It's time to make a better version of yourself getting healthy. Like getting a membership at Midtown Athletic Club. Tell me more. I mean, you do you. But (laughs) if maybe for whatever reason you're looking for a new gym, maybe you're looking to start a new exercise routine or just want to use some wonderful athletic amenities, spa kind of amenities, you got to check out these Midtown Athletic Clubs, guys. They got locations all over the Chicagoland area. Uh, They've got Palatine in Northwest Burbs, Bannockburn Mm -hmm. in the North Shore, Willowbrook in the Southwest Suburbs, And of course, that Midtown Athletic Club and hotel in the middle of Bucktown and Lincoln Park. It's my sister approved. It's also Greg Bragg's approved. It is. Uh, Whatever you're looking for, if you want to take some classes, yoga, spin, whatever they call that stuff. Um, They also have basketball courts. They got tennis courts. They got pickleball courts. If you're picking up on that new hot trend. Uh, also, super luxurious locker rooms, wet and dry saunas. Wet and dry. Premium amenities on top of premium amenities. More. Indoor pool, outdoor pool, hot tub. Need I say more? Got it all. Cross training. You can sign up for cross training classes. What? Get yourself a trainer. Group exercise activities. What? Um, I'm, and, I mean, seriously, some of our colleagues, Mark Carmen, Adam Hogue. They love it. Won't, just won't stop talking about... Or the basketball courts, the tennis courts, all the wonderful stuff available at Midtown. Mm. Head over to midtown.com slash to find out more and to tour the Midtown Athletic Club nearest you. Do it! Do it!
0: Just
1: do it! Just do it! <laughs> uh, as we roll along, shout out to Anthony Capriati who throws a super chat saying, Unfortunately, I think Levine's contract is viewed so poorly around the NBA, I think they're going to have to add Caruso just to get a deal done. I have seen this a lot theory back. being tossed around. I'm not sure I buy it. Really? As far as what? The Caruso I, I, or Zach? That- I, I don't think that it's that bad. I don't right. think they're going to have to attach Caruso in a trade just to get Zach Levine traded. I okay. think they can make a Zach Levine deal without needing to include Caruso in that trade. Okay, especially I think you're right. if. We continue to see solid games from Zach Levine between now and when he's traded before the February 8th deadline.
0: I I agree with you. No, like, teams are going to get desperate as the time goes on, and you're going to be like, look, we need somebody, all right? (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. who who can we get that's going to help us? Zach Levine is honestly one, like, 30-point, seven-rebound, eight-assist game away. Yeah. Honestly, he's really that kind of game away for teams to finally be like, huh. (laughs) Maybe, maybe this might work for us. So, yeah, I I agree with you. I don't think that the market is that barren. I just think teams aren't to that desperate level yet. Mm -hmm. So once they get closer to the trade deadline, I think these things will kind of kick up. That's just my opinion on it. Uh, We'll see. Moving along, the next GOAT
1: Brainchild Zach Levine trade. Let's do it, Joe. Is a three-teamer. Oh, you ready for this? Bulls, Nets, and Wizards. Okay. The Bulls receiving Lizards? Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, and Noah Clowney, the youngster from Brooklyn. Okay. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets getting Zach Levine back in the trade, along with getting Kuzma, Tyus Jones from Washington. The Bulls also like the Lakers trade, t- tossing in Terry Taylor along with Zach Levine. Uh-huh. The Wizards getting Ben Simmons from Brooklyn along with Dariq Whitehead, who I really like, uh, one first round pick via the Sixers in 2027, and then second round picks in 25 and 28. Uh, Wizards clearly a tanking bad team, accruing some uh, draft capital. Maybe they could flip Ben Simmons, you know, uh, who still has you know some some time left on his contract. And they get themselves a nice young prospect in Tariq Whitehead. Let me tell you why I like this trade for the Bulls. Oh, please. A, I think DFS can be a decent wing player. Like, he's shown that he can knock down the occasional three and play multi positional defense in a a variety of defensive schemes. It is a useful piece. Dinwiddie, eh. okay, if the Bulls actually want to. He's good, though. He can play. Make their way towards a. Dramatic play-in finish this season. Let's go. He can get you some buckets. Let's go. I don't care about that. Noah Clowney. I'm I'm on the fence. I'm not convinced. Ooh, A young guy with some size. We've barely seen him play at the NBA level yet. Sure. Maybe interesting flyer. Why I like it is Dinwiddie's contract because you are clearing thirty million this summer. Mm. mm. Give me that. Okay. Not even any draft picks coming the Bulls' way in this trade, but I don't hate it because I think DFS could be a useful player. Flyer on Clowney, sure. Dinwiddie, expiring. Mm. I,
0: I, I mean, I, I would take it. For me, that's the reason I don't like it. Okay. Um, and that's because I'm not getting the draft capital and I'm not getting the shooting. Uh, Dinwiddie is shooting about 31% from three. Um, Dorian Finney-Smith, like you said, he's a solid player. You could be that for sure, Claxton. No, <laughs> it's just not what he does. Uh, but the Bulls lack lack depth at the size as well. So trading Terry Terry uh, Terry uh, Taylor for basically Claxton, not not Claxton Clowney, Clowney. Excuse me, trading him for Clowney is still an upgrade on on, on some small kind of level. Just about size wise, it's it's a little upgrade. You know what I mean? I need the shooting. <laughs> I got to have the shooting. And you're taking away my draft capital. Money-wise, all of it makes 100% sense. And you're right. Getting all those people you know, off the books, getting that money there, you get to go out in the free agency and probably make some noise mm-hmm. you know, about improving this team, which is something they damn sure have to do in this offseason. No matter what outcome happens uh, during the season, this offseason there has to be real effort for improvement on, on this team for the Bulls. And that lends itself to it because mm-hmm. that gives you that kind of money. But I, but I need some shooting. Can I? Like, I'm trading Zach just for it's. It's and I think you like it more because you. I'm more on the okay with the you know getting yourself to the play in in the postseason and you're just you know clearing the books. Yeah. No. And and I completely I feel. I fucking that. hate that. And I and I completely feel that. Stop it. Yeah. No. Keep going. I I understand that and I get it. But I still want to win, and I do, and I want to go to the, to the postseason for the young guys like Kobe and, and Daylon and Pat, you know, to continue to get that experience like that because I think it's a, a useful thing. I do. It's not the postseason, though. It's the play-in tournament. No, it's, the, it's still a postseason, not the playoffs. It's the postseason. It's after the season. That is postseason, sir. I agree to disagree on that. That is not. It's nothing to disagree on. It Isn't is a postseason. Is it during the season? It is not. Then it's
1: the post. Not the playoffs, it's the last part of the season to figure out what who goes to the postseason.
0: Does any of this count towards what
1: you do during the season?
0: Then it's the postseason. I don't want
1: to have this argument right now. (laughs) (laughs) I I like uh, uh, Frank Nitty in the comments said, I fart on this (laughs) trade.
0: Meanwhile, Ann saying, I can get jiggy with this. (laughs) Oh, yes, um, I love it. No, new, no middle ground for Bulls fans. Is why I love y'all so much.
1: Uh, Scott saying, I'm not sure how I'd be feeling about this trade. I do have the sense that Smith and Kobe White would become best friends.
0: <laughs> you know what? I, I, I agree with that. I think that's true. Uh,
1: Sherman doesn't think this trade moves the needle in any direction. More future mediocrity. I, I, I agree to, with that. I mean, it kind of keeps you right there. I don't think it moves the needle this season. I think it could potentially wipe a slate clean in some degree moving forward. Just what? Throw out your needle. Get a different needle. I'm sick of this needle and talking about this core of this team and that needle staying where it is. Mm. Um, You know, you're you're not getting any draft capital back in this trade. You're not giving up any draft capital in this trade. True. Um, I, you know, you do make a fair point about three point shooting, Dave. Again. DFS this is why I, I don't hate him as a guy coming back in a trade. Yeah. He can knock down threes for you. He can. While he can. also playing some capable defense.
0: Sounds like Torrey Craig to me.
1: And again, <laughs> cap
0: space. But the cap space is the main reason. Cap space. Yes, that's where you're at because you're done. <laughs> so, yes, your cap space. Um,
1: all right, so that's uh, that's that one. Interesting okay. three-team trade there. Moving along, uh, I think I saw somebody in the comments asking for a potential Pistons trade. Here you go. Oh, that's up next. Let's run it. Oh, I like this one, Dave. Okay. I might like this one the most. The most? Okay. Maybe. Maybe. Talk to me. Okay. Bulls get Joe Harris. Eh. James Wiseman. Eh. Jaden Ivy. Mm. Pistons getting Zach and Terry Taylor again mm. from the Bulls. Mm. Um. <sighs> So, uh, as our guy, the GOAT, said in his thoughts uh, on this write-up, though Joe Harris and James Wiseman aren't going to help the Bulls win games this year, uh, from an asset play, this is probably the best deal on the list. So, this is the one the GOAT thinks is the best return for the Bulls because yes. of Jaden Ivey. Yes. Simple as that. Also, uh, the GOAT pointed out the Bulls can let Joe Harris and James Wiseman walk after this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, similar to Dinwiddie clearing out cap room. So you got some potential cap relief here, Mm -hmm. and you get a blue-chip prospect in Jaden Ivey. Yeah. Now I guess the biggest question for Bulls fans, some of whom I've seen, say, can we find a way to get Jaden Ivey from this Pistons team that's so lost and confused and desperate? If you actually get Jaden Ivey from the Pistons in a Zach Levine trade, Mm -hmm. the backcourt pairing, how do you see Jaden Ivey and Kobe White? That part coexisting and maybe growing together.
0: That part. <laughs> and that's that's the part that worries me a little bit. Jay Nivey is definitely a dude that give me the ball get out of the way. He's definitely that kind of ball player and rightfully so. I mean, that's his best version of him. So it's hard for me to try to tell him not to be the best version of himself. <sighs> but that also makes your backcourt very small. Uh not not I shouldn't say very small, but it makes him a little smaller, mm-hmm. you know, with that. And I don't know how that how Kobe's game and his game kind of connect, because like I said, he's he needs the ball and he's gonna need space, and he not doesn't necessarily need you to kick it to him, you know. Like he's not gonna necessarily just go post up in the corner, you know, wait for the ball to come swing and then swing the ball and run the play. He's he reminds me more of a Colin Sexton kind of guy, you know. And again, I like Jaden Ivey. I a mean, he plays lot. off the ball a fair amount. In yeah, that, you know, in that Detroit offense. Yes. But I'm just saying I know I, he he likes having the basketball. That's true. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like he he likes having the ball. And like I said I like him a lot. I was pissed when he went to Detroit. <laughs> like I didn't want them to have any kind of success. All right? Cuz Jay Ivy can ball. The other two. <laughs> It's what's
1: getting me right Harrison here. Weisman. Yeah, people in the comments are are, are not Bro. on board with with Wiseman in particular. Bro,
0: no man. Uh, like, and no. Dwiddler
1: in the comments. No, James Wiseman was not just traded. You're thinking of Marvin Bagley, yeah, who the Pistons did also, just trade yes. with the Wizards like a few days ago. Correct. Uh, and a lot of people thought that that was the first move, setting up potentially an additional move. Yeah, that the Pistons are getting ready to make. So.
0: So yeah, like getting they're jo-
1: still trying to dump James Wiseman on someone. They are
0: <laughs> and getting getting Joe Harris, who another another player I like in, in Joe Harris, but he's always injured and his yeah. contract is is crazy. Um, but shout out to him for making that money. Um, so for those and again, I need draft. Ca- where's my draft capital? <laughs> where's my capital? So I'm well, trading so
1: Zach for Jaden Ivy. Here's the thing though: where's the draft capital? Jaden Ivey is your draft capital. Mm. He's a, he's a second-year player uh-huh. who was fifth overall in the 2022 NBA draft. But for Zach Levine, I need and a draft pick with that. Okay, I, I hear you. You know? But he is, he, he'll be 22 next month. So you still are talking about a young player, sure. maybe not as young as some second-year players in the NBA. Sure. What would you rather have? The chance to mold Jaden Ivey starting at age 22 uh-huh. and beyond, uh-huh. or a first round pick next year or the year after that that's somewhere in the teens or 20s. Because that's the kind of draft capital you're looking at. You can't think of draft capital as something you're wanting in a Zach Levine trade as a lottery pick. Because guess what? That ain't happening. That's just not happening, y'all. Where's Detroit finishing? <laughs> You don't think Detroit's going to put protections on a first
0: round pick that they're sending out this year? Sure, sure. But what protect? Give me the protections. Like, I, I got to see those first, too, before I can
2: I, only I give mean, you
0: a, a, a right. Like I would assume that it me. feels
2: like an unrealistic return for Zach at this with mm-hmm. given the market. Yeah. I agree. You're, you're when, talking about. That's what you about. would want. But, but I also agree with Matt that when you're looking at what the comparative deals are out right. there, like one first round pick in 2029 one in 2026 like mm-hmm. this, is, yeah, this right. is a real player that was drafted in the top 5 that people thought should have been drafted fourth so sure. people were outraged when he wasn't oh, that actually looks good <laughs> that looks good but M- made this is team, like a blue chip did. sort of prospect coming out so i agree like i don't know that you're getting a pick on top of it, mm-hmm. and when we had started all of this, and Zach had originally asked out, mm-hmm. I was on. I was more in your camp where I thought that the return would be Ivy some, someone on that caliber and a pick. But but if this is this to me is the best that I'm seeing in terms of a, the one well, asset Wiseman too. Uh, but Wiseman's not good. But you're not like he doesn't need to play. <laughs> he doesn't even need to play. But why, I think it's just the Wiseman
0: and the Harris with that. For me, this trade is basically Zach Levine for Jay nivey right. Like, that's basically the trade. Right. And do I, would I trade Zach Levine for Jay nivey straight up? Probably not. That's fair. I probably wouldn't do that straight up. I, w- I, would, I would want something else. Even taking into account Zach's contract. Even taking into account Zach's contract. I, pro- I would – yeah, give me something else. <laughs> give, me, give, me, give me a little bit on top. Give me one thing on top of that. Not Joe Harris and not Wiseman, damn it. I don't want them dude w- wiseman's just a half season loaner that you can yeah. wave goodbye
2: to in four months.
0: Losing in a wazzy. I don't want this dude, man. Like, this
2: this one was my favorite. Right. This right. one this one was my favorite by far just because I like Ivy and I mm-hmm. think you're buying pretty low on what he can become and what do you he's feel a young guard like of
0: Ivy's fit. You feel he can fit. Well,
2: that's what I thought you brought up a really good point, is that like you're potentially br- creating a roster where there there are a lot of these like who knows though? With a lot of these guards, maybe not necessarily a true true point guard, and some sort of like tweener combo guards. But and can any of these guys be your best guard? I don't know, but I think I think Ivy for sure has that potential of being your best guard. Could could you could build a team with him being your best guard? I still think Kobe White has that potential, but like yeah, he definitely does. I think. Either of them could be your best guard. One of them could be a great six man, and I I don't think that they couldn't. I think they could be dynamic together. Both that could solid be. Sure. solid size sure. to play on and off the ball. Like yeah. in my opinion, like I would just take the talent and, I, and, and I let get it work point. out. Right.
0: And I get that point. The talent, the age, the contract. Yeah, I completely get that. Like all that makes sense. That fit with Kobe throws me some a little bit. You know, yeah. like, it really does. It it just throws me a little bit to be like, man, I don't It's a know. lot of
2: guards. They already have know, a lot man. of guards kind of, too.
0: Yeah. Which is why I just wanted, you know, a piece of toast with it. Like, that's it. You better get a piece of toast. Yeah, that's I mean,
1: the, the piece of toast along with Jaden Ivey. is <laughs> James Wiseman. Well, well, no, that's an, that's an insult to toast. It's getting off of Wiseman's money. Wiseman's expiring RFA. Yeah. Uh, Joe Harris just flat out unrestricted free agent. Yeah. Collectively, that's thirty-two million coming off your books. Yeah, that's and a you're nice getting Jaden Ivy.
0: Yeah, I feel you. It,
2: it makes feels sense. like it's one of those things where it's like you're getting two of the three at best. You're getting cap relief and a young player, or cap relief and a draft pick, or yeah. a young player. And a, like you're not so it's getting about all, preference then at this point. Right, right, yeah, right.
1: Uh okay, let's take our second ad break. We'll come sure. back. We got a couple more trades we got to touch on. I th- I think the 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 Pistons one and and the uh the three team one with uh, the Nets is maybe probably like my the, my leading candidate right one. now. Oh my god. I, hate, <laughs> I I really just like the Pistons Kings one. one for me. Um, okay. Pistons one for you. Right. Uh I don't hate it. you know what to do hit that thumbs up if you didn't do it during our first ad break dave would you like to talk about comment with me because what yeah would i i mean i i hope so because it's getting easier for businesses to switch to electric vehicles dave yeah something we can all get behind for the health of the planet and for the well-being of all of
0: us who share it Mm. yeah (laughs) <laughs> the electric grid is evolving to meet your cleaner energy needs as we all move with confidence towards an electric tomorrow album in stores. Hey. Whether you have one delivery van, shout out Lisa, or you have a whole fleet of shipping trucks, shout out George. ComEd can help guide you to make the changes that make sense. So let me ask you, Dave, what should business owners do. Oh am so glad you asked me that I'm <laughs> Thank you very much. Go to comed.com Slaya Clean to learn more about the resources, fleet rebates, and infrastructure incentives available to help businesses go electric. If you're on a business, as Matt says Good for you. Yes. And uh, don't wait. <laughs> All right. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Participate. Start making your plan today to switch to electric vehicles. Good for business, good for the planet, good for all of us. Go to comed.com slash clean. Did
1: you say comed.com slash
0: clean? Yes, yeah, I said comed.com slash clean. Go now and see how going electric connects us to a better way of doing business and a better future for generations to come. Boom! CSU Bulls also brought to you by... DraftKings Sportsbook.
1: Yes. DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of not only the NBA, but the NFL and the NFL playoffs. What? Man, we got some awesome divisional round games on deck. Let's do it. I feel like we're due because the wildcard NFL weekend was a eh. No. But. Good for you, Lions. Yes. Good Good for, for you. You they got a chance. Packers rot in hell. Uh, <laughs> yeah. DraftKings is bringing you an offer that will help make the NFL playoffs electrifying, just like ComEd.com. Shout out. Co- new customers can bet 5 bucks on any NFL playoff game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Not 150 200 Double dose. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that promo code that's right, C-H-G-O. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly mm. in bonus bets. Mm. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with that promo code C-H-G-O. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. Mm. 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 Uh, before we move to our next trade, real quick, did want to make mention, we mentioned it uh, Monday during pre- and post-game, Our next takeover is officially on the books, y'all, and it's coming up pretty soon. Let's go. CHO Bulls taking over the United Center February 6th (laughs) when the Bulls host the Western Conference leading. Minnesota Timberwolves. Oh, I'm so excited. That's a game. Yeah, that's a game. That, that is a measuring stick game. Yes, that's no lie I will be watching with my hands like this. Hey, um, and mine like this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know the drill, or if you don't, here's what it is. Pre-game meetup at a bar in West Loop neighborhood, 5.30 p.m. Yes. Then we'll all head over to the UC for a 7 o'clock tip-off. So we got We got drinks. We got good vibes. And we got game tickets mm-hmm. sitting in section 105 this time. 100
0: section, y'all. 100
1: section. Hunt it. For the price point on those tickets, this package uh, to do this take o- takeover with us, incredible deal. Yeah. And if you are a CHO diehard or sign up to become a CHO diehard before getting your ticket to this takeover, discounted price yes. for you, Die diehard. Save you some money. Come hang out. Our guy, Joseph, just threw a link to the event where you can get your tickets in the YouTube comments. Click it. it. Get that link.
0: Get it. Come hang out with us. Come hang out, man. I'm so excited to see y'all, man, and laugh and drink beer. Like the last one we had, it was so much fun, man. It was was so much fun. (laughs) uh, fun. We had a ball. I had
1: fun, except for watching the Bulls uh, (laughs) embarrass themselves. I Um, had fun just
0: hanging out with everybody. You know, I,
1: I had fun in spite of that. Yeah. I had a lot of fun.
0: Hanging out it was a with good the time. people, man, at the bar, you know, at the game, just mm-hmm. talking. Got invited to a bunch of places, <laughs> like, like, yo, it was, it was a good time. I had a ball. With uh,
1: dreads, man. if it's asking if he gets a ticket, could I get a hug from Dave and Peck? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if you see me on the street, you say, "Hey, can I have a hug?" I'll say, "Yeah," as, <laughs> in, as long as you don't look like any sort of, you know, you know, back alley, you know. <laughs> I, I don't know. Back alley people need love, too, man. Sure, sure. Yeah, <laughs> depending. But, no, I'm, I'm a big fan of hugging. So yeah, is this guy. I am. We can both vouch for the other. Yes. Hugs are welcome.
0: Hugs are welcome. You don't
1: even need to get a ticket to our, our uh, CSGO takeover event. But it helps. To get a hug. But, it, I mean, that's a,
0: that's a guarantee. That's a guarantee. It's about Everyone about as, as you can get it. All right? The <laughs> capital G. As soon as you walk in, bow. Hug on trends. Let's go.
1: Mm. Let's go, boy. All right, uh, moving along. Next, Zach Levine trade proposal from our guy with the go, Gottlieb. I am kind of eh on this one. Okay. Orlando Magic sending the Bulls for Zach Levine and Terry Taylor, Markel Fultz, Gary Harris, Jet Howard, another young prospect, Mm -hmm. and a 2025 first-round pick via the Denver Nuggets. Okay. Thoughts, Dave? Okay. Uh. Uh. Little tidbit, by the way, that Will made note of: Jet Howard is the rookie who
2: yes. Orlando ended
1: yes. up using the Bulls' <laughs> draft pick on. I definitely in know. Most recent draft class.
0: Oh, I, I, I definitely know. Definitely know.
2: Uh,
0: don't love it, don't hate it. I don't. Yeah, I'm, 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 sixty
1: Love hate. Fish in the comments. No, because ego being no.
0: Dan, uh, Dan Mill. Eh. Yeah, I think I've always liked Markel folks. Uh, just personally, as a guard. But at the same time, I don't know what Markel Fultz will do here. What does it say you do here? I can't, I'm not moving Kobe White off of where he is, all right? Yeah. That's just not going to happen. Ayo Dosumo has played himself into a position to where you can't move him off of that either. So where does he fit, you know, and come in and do? Not saying Ayo needs to be the lead point guard, but he's, he is good when he has the ball and he's in transition. He makes things happen. Yeah. Markel will be coming off the bench. So being a point guard with Ayodele Sumu with Alex Caruso, you're already getting smaller. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're already getting tinier and tinier. Jet Howard was billed as a guy who could shoot. He's shooting about good 25%, you know, from that three-point line. So It's he's, not great. He's having a tough time. And again, you want to talk about connections? Gary Harris <laughs> is who originally was drafted by the Bulls. Dougie buckets, but they traded away with their kids to get Dougie McBucket. So there's a lot of Bulls connection uh, there as well. And I'm, I like Gary Harris as a player. He's yeah. solid. Yeah, he's, he's solid. a solid player. He's solid, solid. He's never been any more or yes. any less than no. solid. Solid basketball player. That's what he is. Uh, and the pick now, is now. Now he's an aging solid. Yes, uh, aging player. solid is a decline. Yeah.
1: Uh, and the pick, because it's coming via Denver, look, we never know what's going to happen a year into the future. And it's like top five protected. I believe. Uh, yes. Okay. Which you think is probably unnecessary for a Denver <laughs> right. team that as long as it has Jokic Correct. and Jamal and Porter right. and Gordon will not be needing a protection on a top five pick because yes. they will be picking in the 20s or at 30th maybe 29 so <laughs> you know that you're talking about a, t- a pick is probably somewhere in the 20s yeah and maybe the late 20s yeah so not not great but it is a first round pick yeah to me it's basically comes down to this why I don't like it I am rooting for Markel Fultz as far as NBA careers go it's been great to see him overcome already So many hardships and setbacks from being a former number one overall pick. Yeah. As a Bulls fan, bringing that in as something that you want to bank on, rely on, try and fit into your system, terrified. Mm. Don't want it. Want nothing to do with it. Same reason I want nothing to do with Ben Simmons. Anytime Bulls fans have talked about Ben Simmons trades for the past (laughs) few years. Look, to his credit, Markel Fultz started 60 games for Orlando last year. Mm -hmm in the 2019-20 season he played and start, played 72 and started in 60 in every other season other than 1920 and last season he hasn't even played 20 games that's true 14 19 8 18 and thus far this season 9 mm, how is that a guy you're bringing in in a trade to rely on
0: yeah he, i again rooting for him right do not trust it Right. The only the only valuable thing I would say in this, truly valuable, is, is the pick. And I don't think that's good enough uh, to make this kind of trade right here for for a young Zachary with that kind of attackery.
2: And that pick, like that, that oh, uh, by the way, this pick belongs to the Dumber Nuggets. Yeah, mm-hmm. we just discussed Right, yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's just, it's like they're yeah. not
0: all created equal. Not all created equal, man. That's it. Just like people.
1: Uh, Fultz is on an expiring deal, will be an unrestricted free agent in 2024 offseason. So, you know, it's not like if the Bulls make the trade, are they bringing him in to try and resign him because right. they want Markel Fultz around? Or would they just take his $17 million and happily wave goodbye to it and get it off their books right. and try and spend that money in a different way? Right. Um, I, I would certainly lean towards the take that $17 million and, Find Hit a different way to use it. Hit the brakes. Uh, uh, Three-point shooting. <laughs> Three-point shooting. Can I get a shooter? Can I get a shooter? <laughs> I get a shooter? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I would say that one's a bit further down on my uh, – yeah. That's probably my least favorite it's, one. Right there. It's not great. Uh, I still favorite. have it ranked above the Lakers just solely because to hell with the Lakers. <laughs> That's it? Okay, all right. Yeah. Also, I don't love that return. Oh, gee, I can't wait to see that pick we get in 2029. (laughs) I might be dead by then.
0: Come on now. Told you I'm getting an extra year out of you. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) That's 2028. Yes. (laughs) All
1: right. Last one that Goat uh, concocted that we will discuss, Pacers. I do like this one a little bit. Let's do it. Bulls get for Zach Levine and Javon Carter heading to Indy, not Terry Taylor. Okay. Along with Zach. Bruce Brown. Love Bruce Brown. Buddy Heald. I could be talked into it. Ben Shepard, very seldom used prospect. Uh, uh, young guy for the Pacers so far this season. And a 2024 first round pick that Indy would send via either OKC, Houston, Clippers, or or utah will made a note that he thinks it would most likely be okc aka the highest numbered pick least valuable pick right uh i think okc is in like they they would have the 29th pick as of right now um wow okay yeah the thunder Mm. um so you're getting technically some first draft capital uh, first round draft capital bruce brown solid player buddy healed solid role player yeah and a young, untapped prospect. Thoughts?
0: I don't hate it. Don't hate it? I, I don't hate it at all. Um, Buddy Hilled shooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely can be streaky, you know, at some time. But when that dude, I mean, legitimate shooter. Still on record as the fastest three-pointer in NBA history. Because <laughs> he scored off a tip and got it and put it into the bucket immediately. Like, he, yeah, in two seconds. That's what it was. Two seconds he scored. Buddy Hill can shoot. So, yeah, that takes care of my shooting there. Give me my pick. Yes. I want to pick. I don't care who it's from. <laughs> I don't care who sends it to me. Give me your goddamn on pick. I'll take that as well. Bruce Brown, you're right. A big fan. Huge fan of him, man. Comparing him, man, with putting him and Toy Craig on the floor together just makes me excited, along mm-hmm. with Alex Caruso. That excites me. <laughs> that right there excites me. That, that – that's too much grit for the Bulls to handle, right there. Bulls fans love some grit. That, that's that's a grit lineup right there. Getting them three dudes in the same lineup. That that sounds like fun. Nico
1: Co uh, in the comments just pointed out something I had not yet thought about. Ooh, come on with it. With Zach going to Indy in this proposed trade, uh-huh. it means he is reunited with you know who,
0: the menace. Oh, <laughs> dude. Zach. that was, he Zach would he can't win. Zach would hate that. Oh, my God, God he would, would hate, hate that. that so much. Oh, my God. Oh, Zach, I'm so sorry. And you know the bald-headed manners would just oh. greet him
1: with the biggest fake smile. Hey, like, Zach. hey,
0: Zach. Hey,
1: Zach. Remember the time on, you buddy. paid for my
0: fine because hey, you and I are on. such good friends? Hey, remember the 14 threes and the high five on that? Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Zach. You know what? I do not wish that on Zach. Damn, Damn. though. That's I, tough. I do not wish that Why on Why does Zach he Levine. deserve that? He, he doesn't, doesn't deserve that. that. He doesn't. No deserve one deserves that. that. Oh man. Not even Jim Boylan's family deserves that. Oh
0: man, that's tough. <laughs> oh man, that is tough. I I don't
1: hate that trade package though. I don't hate it at all. <laughs> I don't hate that trade I don't package. I hate it.
0: I don't it, it it gives me at least two out of three things I want. Mm-hmm. And I can live with, you know, the the uh the money. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can live with that cuz obviously something that's going to come off the books anyway.
1: So Buddy Healed right now, contract wise, uh on the books this year for eighteen and a half, unrestricted this summer. So you wanna keep Buddy healed, yeah. keep him, renegotiate a new deal or get him off the books. Yeah. And then uh Bruce Brown, I th- I wanna say he's he not just a, signed a, a two deal. year deal with yeah. in Indy? I uh, say three. After was it after two? his um championship run with Denver or was it maybe it was three. De-dee. Bruce I think Brown. It was two, two years. Two, two year deal. Yeah. Two, yeah. two, two deal. years. I think 45. there's a player option. Club, club option. Team option. Ooh, for next season. Yeah. Ooh. So the the Bulls would then get that club option if they after wanna, a half season loaner of Bruce Brown. It's, to a, it's, to a, lot, if they it's a lot of
2: salary for for a year. It, Bruce I mean, 23 20, mil yeah. for a role
0: player is a lot. Sure. Um. But you got a choice. And again, if you don't, that's off your books. Mm-hmm. So that's 18 mil off. That could be 23 mil.
2: To me, that feels like the best win now trade.
0: Yes. Uh
1: Correct. yeah, uh, our guy Fish in the comments said I, I don't hate this if we're making a push
0: for the playoffs. I don't I don't hate this cuz Buddy Hill fits with a guy I like think, Kobe White. I think he does. Because he he is a guy who's who can spot up and shoot the ball. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't need it to be great. He can he can create, with mm-hmm. it for sure, but he can spot up and and burn you that way as well. So I like the fit. I like the fit. I like the pick. <laughs> Dang, Zach. (laughs) Oh, man, I don't want to do this to you, brother. Uh, It's a cold game, Zach. Cold game.
1: (laughs) Uh, Somebody in the comments just said uh, Nuggsy Bogue said, I don't know why Indiana would do that. That's a fleecing. Uh, Well, because you get exactly. Here's what GOAT said The Pacers have been a great story this year, dominating regular season with incredible pace and three point shooting. Levine would fit in swimmingly. Great adverb. Uh, while also giving them a go-to scoring option when defenses inevitably key in on Halliburton going once to. they get to playoff time uh, getting Levine without having to give up any real draft equity because they're just sending a, a, a late pick from some team that they have incoming so they're not giving up their own pick right um, yeah so I like you, you can see it. As as to why the Pacers would be interested in, the, you're getting Zach Levine.
0: He's better than anybody you're he's, trading.
1: He's a two-time he's, All-Star.
0: He is better. Yeah, like he's better than Buddy. H- he's better. Like mm. you're getting a better basketball player. That's why you would do it. Who fits your team swimmingly? <laughs> yeah. Shut up. Uh, Will
1: also made note of the fact that if they if the Pacers were to make this move for Zach, it would obviously then take them out of the Siakam conversation because some people have said yeah. the Pacers might be one of those teams that are calling Toronto about Siakam right now. They ha- yeah. So yeah, yeah. you're obviously not getting both of those trades. Do not? Um, I like it. I, I I don't hate that trade at all. Yeah. I think that trade, the three-team trade where you're getting those players and then cap relief from Brooklyn, I don't hate. And the, obviously the Jaden Ivy, frying yeah. him away from Detroit and getting some cap relief with Wiseman and Harris going off your books this summer. Yeah. To me, that, that's the best of the bunch. That one right there. Okay. Um, I could be talked into not hating my life if a couple of these other ones happen. I will hate my life. <laughs> it's a long talk. I will hate my life if the Lakers one happens. Absolutely You
0: not. will hate your life if the Lakers one happens. Yes. Oh, man.
1: I'll hate my life less, trade. I still that trade. will be happy about it if the Orlando one happens.
0: No, I, that, please. Yeah. Be, no. <laughs> please do not do that tra- at all. Ever. All right? Don't do that trade. <laughs> But yes, I, I, this Indiana trade might be the one for me. This might be the one I like the most. Uh. Wow, I love man getting the shooting of Buddy Hill who can spot up and play that, along with Kobe White not interfering with with his game. But then also getting Bruce Brown and putting him on the bench with Torrey Craig and Alec Caruso and Io just really intrigues the hell out of me, man. Mm-hmm. Like that intrigues me so much. And again, bringing a championship pedigree in. Because they still have to learn. And I know you hate hearing this, but they still have to learn that shit. They don't have any clue. They they, they just don't. See, so I like having that in here.
1: Uh, okay. I got you. <laughs> I I don't think, and maybe this isn't what you're saying, okay. I don't think playing a play-in game or two counts as pedigree or experience.
0: No, that's not what I mean. No. You're just okay having a guy. I'm talking about throughout the season as okay. it goes. Okay, like watching how a champion prepares, right? You know, and what he does and how he goes about his day. You know what I mean? Some, and how he some approaches each game. Some organizations refer to that as culture. <laughs> yes, yes. You, yeah. I want yes, yes, absolutely. Create that culture. Right. Letting guys, young guys, know what to do and how to prepare. We haven't had a winning in culture NBA. in a while.
1: It's been a minute. Let's um, start. I like uh, sh- where to go. Somebody was asking if uh Zach Levine still had his punch card in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, Scott in the comments, Zach. You still Scott. got your punch card. I like that Scott. Oh man. You think you think that you think that SOB installed an old timey punch oh, clock in yes. the Pacers weight room?
0: Yes. I
1: still think he stole the basketball <laughs> you no know, I think he got a punch clock in there. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Uh, All right. That's it. We're out of time for today. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us on a Bulls off day. That was fun. Still had some fun. Talked about some Bulls trades. Um, We'll see what happens. Will and Mark K have a fresh HQ for you guys tomorrow. I believe they are 530 Central start time as well. Tune in to that. And then we'll be back Thursday when the Bulls are back in action, taking on the Raptors in Toronto. That is a 630 TNT tip-off. So, we'll be here doing pregame with y'all at 6. Uh, until then, my guy Big Dave here is on Twitter at BWL Sports. I'm Bulls underscore Peck. Our producer, Joyce Mathis, is at Joyce Mathis. That's him. We are CHO underscore Bulls. Go check out Will's trade idea. Hear more of his thoughts on these. If you haven't read it yet, I'll see it We'll Fish. talk to y'all Thursday. Appreciate you. See you, bro. Be good.
0: Love y'all. Peace all